0: Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something over for you at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. Yeah, yeah, we're back again, baby. Episode 47.
1: Backing at it for another one.
0: What's going down, brother? How you doing?
1: What up, Doc? It's
0: me, Coach Dom. My Coach out here up in the mix DNA Sports Denver DNA Sports Denver.com make sure you go there check it out check out a podcast book a session buy some merch or also if you are a DPS student a middle school student who qualifies for free or reduced lunch make sure you go to MySpark Denver and qualify for their a thousand dollar gift card for any Extra uh, extra activities after school DNA Sports is one of those All right, so if you go to check out MySpark.com You will definitely be able to get a thousand dollar Gift card towards DNA Sports Denver So check us out
1: Yo again MySparkDenver.org Check that out (laughs) I realize it's .org Uh, I just want to make sure we get it right I'm not trying to be a dickhead or anything like that No
0: thanks for the correction sir
1: uh, It's not a correction bro It's just a, a reset reset as always hit up dna sports denver.com make sure you book a training session get up with dom on that defensive line get up with me on that offensive line we can do some speed and agility we can do uh whatever really man anything that you guys want to get into we can set a personalized plan for you let's get it as always if you want to participate in the podcast Hit up dnasportsdenver.com forward slash ask DNA. Suggest some things that you ain't been hearing, man, stuff that you want to see, stuff that you want to hear, stuff that we're not getting to. Make sure you get up there. Make your voice heard. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to find hear feedback on what we're doing, what, what you think about what we're doing, and and all that good stuff. So make sure you hit it up, man, uh, dnasportsdenver.com.
0: Yeah, man. And if you're a uh, current athlete who is struggling with breaking down your film or grading yourself on film and you want some help with that too, we yep. have Chalk Talk sessions, right? Yep. Hit us up. We'll watch your film. We'll go over it. We'll tell you where you need to improve, where you're good at, and what you can still continuously build on, all those good things over at DNAsportsdenver.com.
1: So with, with Dom and I are trying to tell you, is there is always something for you over at DNA SportsDenver dot right. I think we said that about seventeen times right now. So hopefully, so I of think those that's sticks. gonna stick, bro. Yeah. Things gonna stick. You that's know what
0: I'm saying? How you doing, bro? What's going on,
1: dude? I'm all right, man. Hey, do me a favor, scoot this way just a tad, bro. Okay. I, I think I think want to make sure we're not cutting you off, cutting none of that greatness off. Yeah. Nah, yeah. It, I'm good, bro. You? I'm good, bro. It's you know our bye
0: week for our young youngins this week. You know, and we needed it, bro. We have a couple kids that are. You know, of course, school gets back in session, and they're sick. And then, you know, we have one of our kids who, you know, almost took himself out with the pole and <laughs> has stitches. So we needed this bye week, bro. So I'm glad that, you know, we have the bye week looming. We got a lot of preparation that we're putting in. And, you know, our next opponent better come with it because we are – we haven't been stopping just because we've been on bye.
1: Yeah. No, and, it's a good time for a bye week. I think Uh yeah. needed some family time, needed some – some uh, catching up on football and other things around you know around the neighborhood t- kind of stuff and around the house kind of stuff, man. So it's good. It's a good time for a bye week. Kind of weird that we kind of got a bye week next weekend, yeah, so to speak. Because we yeah. don't play on the weekend; we play next Monday. Monday but, night, baby. You know, Monday night football, bud. I'm I'm with it. Let's let's go out and get it and you know travel up to Windsor to play. But you know. Future, what is it? Future All Stars, future, future legends, future legends complex. I like that. I'm mean, I'm excited to see that. I hear that facilities Bro, It's Stingy awesome. York.
0: It's it's a beautiful facility, and no better way to do it than a Monday night game on a school night after yeah. school. Yeah, you know. But hey, these kids are going to get an experience that they've probably have never experienced before, and they may not experience again. You know what I mean? Um, but it's going to be a great game and this time you said it earlier with your three F's, right? You said football, football, family, family, and fishing,
1: fishing. That's what, that's what this bye week has meant to me. <laughs> now, hey, bro,
0: both of us, right? Because we had football. Yeah. We both got to spend some time with our family. Yeah. And then we both went and, Made sure that we stopped by with family. Yes, right. And checked out and supported our brother over at Cutthroat Anglers and Barbers. Yo, shout out to AJ. AJ doing his thing, bro.
1: Shout out to Matt over in the uh, fly shop at the Canyon Fly Shop. Yeah, that was a cool little event, man. You talk about community and and you know what what Cutthroat and them are doing over there. AJ and them are doing over at Cutthroat. Um, It was very community oriented yesterday. Them sweaters are dope. I have to go swoop me up a sweater. Um, Mm -hmm. The sweaters are super dope. You know what I want, though, man? I told AJ this a little bit, too, is I just want a sweater with cutthroat on it, like, I love the buffs too and all that, but I also want to just support Cutthroat too. Yeah. You know what did I mean? Did he but tell you that they have other merch? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's yeah. getting yeah. a lot of other things and works over there too. Yeah. Went and hit that uh that fly shop man, Travis is up there, time flies. I don't know if you got a chance to meet Travis, the long haired brother. I did see him. That, that that just puts them works of art together. Yeah. Dude, that that's talk about a hobby that can be pretty expensive, but also like very rewarding. It's it fly tying, bro. And I don't know that I have the ability or the patience to to start tying flies. Maybe I will at some point. Right now, it's just easier for me to just go buy some flies yeah. from one of these guys that do it really well. Yeah. No. But some of the flies that he was tying up yesterday do are just the patterns, the the color schemes. And, you know, he started breaking it down for, like, what they're mimicking. And I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, I didn't realize all this stuff is in the river.
0: Yeah. No, you have to, right? You have to. If you're going to use a fly, it should be something that looks like it's from the environment right and, yeah and and so it's smart that he's doing that and shout out to them bro it was his end of the summer you know barbecue for the business you know a lot of people stopped in some may not have been able to make it but yep. still showed their love and support for what he got going on there you know Jalen was out there when i got there i don't know if he was oh there. i missed him Jalen was there for a little while when i got there um you know so it was, it was a good environment bro i got to watch the last of that you know I guess you'd call it a game, but you know if you're if you're pushing away from from what happened just because of one game, then we know where you stand,
1: right? Don't 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 hurt yourself or twist an ankle falling off the bandwagon. That's fine. Yeah, you can jump off whatever. I mean, I think if you're a football realist, you understood what was going to happen. Now, maybe I didn't see it like that. You know, and we had a little conversation before we started recording about how. And if you guys don't know, we're talking about the CU Oregon game. But we had a little conversation about how much Travis Hunter would have helped yeah. that game out. And, yeah, maybe he'd provide a little bit better coverage on, on some on some of the receivers and maybe he would have been able to get open or provide a different element of threat. Yeah, you know, The one thing on offense, I think maybe more impactful on offense than he would have been on defense in that game, just because it, it gives Oregon someone to think about. Focus on like, look, look, look. If he's if he's shutting down your best receiver, you just go to your other receivers. Yeah, You're and right. When,
0: and when you have when you have Bo, yeah, right. When you yeah. have Bo, Bo knows Bo.
1: Bo, and hey, you not, know what? Bo Bo Nix is a great story, dude. He is, bro. And you know, didn't he's, work it at, at Auburn, and then come to Oregon, and he's dude. He's a Heisman candidate. He's he
0: he's one of the only quarterbacks to throw for over fifty or fifty five touchdowns in two different college programs.
1: Wow. It's Incredible, it's incredible,
0: and, and only a year and what four games, yeah, three, four games, Yep. a year and four games at Oregon, and he's already exceeded 50. Brady. Well,
1: he like he came back on, he came on the scene as a freshman at Auburn, yeah. you know, and did his thing, it fizzled out, didn't work out there for whatever reason, and then came to Oregon, reinvented himself and bursted onto the scene last year to the point where this year he came in as a as a Heisman uh, candidate and as a hopeful and as a legit candidate. And, you know, watching that game yesterday, yeah, he's legit, bro. And and Oregon's a very legit team, too. And I think people I, – I think a lot of people got caught up in the hype with, with, with CU, and there's a lot to be caught up in there because, you know, when it was as bad as it was last year to get to where it was at this year – that's a big jump so far, you know. And I, I there's nothing wrong with getting caught up in it and, and being a part of the hype. I just think Oregon was on a different, uh, just on a different level yesterday, and they're a top ten team for a reason. They actually, honestly, in my opinion, they, their ranking should be a little bit higher than it was. But you know, it's a top ten team, man, and you, and you're going into a hostile environment. You got to come with your best your best game, and if you ain't got your best game, uh, you see what happens.
0: Yeah, you know, and. And for for those who are maybe CU fans or may just be supporting what Prime's doing and bring into Colorado football, which you know that's where I fall in line. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was a CU fan my whole life and SCO buffs. No, this listen, last week we were at the game. It was SCO buffs, and
1: I was all <laughs> I was debt, like, bro. "That's what you were saying and, last and, week, and, though." And
0: they, a, they they do have a fan out of me now because of what Coach Prime is bringing and what he's doing, and and even in his post game interview. I was pleased, right? He didn't sit up there and make no excuses. He said, we got a good old-fashioned butt whooping. No excuses needed. They were the better team. They were well-prepared. They executed their game plan, and we didn't. Yep. You know what I mean? And then he also addressed the people who said, you know, and this isn't uh, us being humbled either. We don't need that. Yeah. You know, just because our confidence – bugs you that's not a problem with us that's a problem with you we're confident in what we do and we should be we expect to win when we step out on the field yeah so you know i loved the way he answered questions bro i love what he's doing and what the message he's teaching to these young athletes and and you know i know he's going to be a target and a lot of people are going to have great speeches that say you know they're chasing clicks. Yeah. We're chasing wins. <laughs> that was a, like a damn good speech too. It was a damn good speech. It almost had me running through my T V. <laughs> but bro, I mean, they're gonna be that target and CU knows it. And I expect them to bounce back. I don't know if they're gonna bounce back with the win because they got a tough opponent coming up. Yeah. No. But I do expect them to bounce back with a better performance.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I would agree, like I told you I think he had that, that speech written since since yeah. prior to the to, yeah. to season even starting I honestly feel like that speech Could have worked for USC too You know what I mean In terms of this ain't Hollywood We're playing it on grass And blah 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 Like I think, I think what USC does That kind of fits the mold for that speech too So who knows who is He, he might have had to bust that out A little sooner than he wanted to But nonetheless I like what, I like what Prime did say too He's like hey get us while we're at our worst Yeah, you Get us right now while we're at our worst Because yeah. this is the worst they're going to be And I respect that, man, because you know what? I turned on the radio yesterday, and I turned on the TV yesterday after the game, and I knew what I was going to hear. I knew what I was going to what I was looking for. Yeah, and I was looking for these naysayers, these folks, these folks jumping on. Oh, I told you that it wasn't going to work like that. I told you that wouldn't work against good teams, and it was already built up to that. Excuse me, built up to that. This uh, this week there was an ESPN report where they. uh, They pulled coaches that CU's already played this year and some other folks in the media. And they're like, yeah, it's coming to an end this week. You know, like, you know what? They went up against a better team. Right now, Oregon's a better team.
0: Yeah. Are you interested to see how Oregon, you you know, everybody's going to watch to see how CU responds to this game. But I'm interested to see how Oregon responds to this game because I feel they – they bought into the hype. Yeah. Right. This was their well, this was their championship game. Like this is probably one of their best games they play all year.
1: And that's a respect to CU, right? It like is. Like that's that's where it's gotten to this point where when CU comes into town, these teams are like, Oh, that's we gotta give our best foot forward. This mm-hmm. is our Super Bowl. This is our conference championship this make year. An CU's coming exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's a testament to what Coach Prime and them coaches are doing up exactly. there at CU, bro. I really I really believe that. I don't take it as disrespect, and, I mean, some could look at it that way, but 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 in reality what it is is you're on their radar now. Mm-hmm. There's no more lowly CU flying underneath people's radar. Every game they're going to go to, they're going to get the absolute best from that team. And that's also, you know, that's good for CU too, though, because, I mean, let's, let's face it, bro. Like sometimes you'll go into a place and a team looks over you and, you know, what happens? Like, like, look at yesterday, uh, USC and, and Arizona State. I think USC is looking forward to see you a little bit. Arizona State, man, there was two costly turnovers early that gave Arizona State a lead in that game. USC responded and did what they were supposed to do as the number five team in the nation, and and they shut that game down. But I think teams can overlook a team, and so kudos to Oregon for not overlooking CU. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on the radar. CU's that team now where they're on everyone's radar. Everyone's going to give them their best shot. And I think these fellas, you know, I don't think they needed humble pie. I think these fellas just, you know, sometimes, listen, losses aren't losses, man. They're lessons. Exactly. And they're going to learn from it. And they're going to figure out what they can do better to try to keep it more competitive against USC. Difference between Oregon and USC is USC got to come here. Mm -hmm. You know, and the way that atmosphere was last week, I can only imagine it's going to be like that for USC. Probably be some more SC fans in the stands, unfortunately. I know a few of them that are going. But CU got a real good opportunity here, man. Looking at how things are unfolding, I was watching that Washington State-Oregon State game last night. Oregon Mm -hmm. State fell short, made it competitive at the end, but they were losing by a couple touchdowns most of that game. Um, I think CU CU got a very good shot to finish pretty high in the Pac-12 there last year there. And 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 you know, I think when we came into this season a lot of people were happy if they can get anywhere from four to six wins, six wins would be the best, you know, case scenario, being bowl eligible. I don't see why bowl eligibility isn't a, a realistic possibility here. I don't believe so much in uh, uh, or- or excuse me, Oregon State. Uh, Washington State's legit. They can score the fucking football. Like mm-hmm. they, can, they can put points up. They're going to be a tough team to beat. But I don't see a, a Arizona State beating us. I don't see Arizona beating us. So I think there's, there's three, four more wins out there for them to get to bowl eligibility, get to something like seven or eight wins, man. And that's, that's a big stepping stone for this year because next year, when Coach Prime gets out there on the recruiting trail – or on the transfer trail, and get some more beef up front, that's what CU's lacking. They're lacking, yeah. they're lacking it in the trenches, whether they it be are. on offense or defense. They're lacking size in the trenches, and they're lacking depth in the trenches, so they can't just keep putting out guys out there. That's where the game was lost yesterday, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, for sure. They have pieces there, right, but they just don't have a, a solidified group. Yeah. And when you don't have unison on the offensive line for sure yep. it shows, especially when you go up against a talented, talented team like Oregon and shout out to Blake purchase. Cause Blake purchase from Cherry Creek was doing his thing in that game. Um, he was out there, you know, making plays. He hurried, uh, sanders to to get the ball out right away he might even got credited for a sack or two um but he was balling out bro uh colorado kid cherry creek you know true freshman out there doing his thing and it was you know like you said they were lacking in in the trenches offensively and defensively to the point where you know it showed and and Shador couldn't get the ball off. He had no time. I do think he should have stepped up into the pocket a little bit more. Yeah. There were times where he kind of just drifted back way yeah. too far and kind of lost too much ground.
1: But that's um, lack of that goes to lack of confidence in your in, oh in, in nice. your in your inside, right? Like yeah. you're, you're, it's hard to be encouraged to step up if it's just not there most of the time. And let's
0: keep it real, every third down all right. every passing scenario they were sending the house yeah. they said we're gonna lock your guys up man on man on the outside because we feel we have the better athletes and we're gonna send the pressure you don't have travis hunter out here to where we have to double team him or put somebody over the top of him right yep. we're gonna lock up on everybody and send the house yep. and that's exactly what they did bro so that's why I feel that Travis Hunter made that much of a
1: well, and that's why an I said I said earlier, right right when we started talking about it. That's why I said I feel Hunter would have been more of an impact on offense, and he would have defense because you can kind of stay away from him on defense. It's hard to stay away from him on offense. You know, you've got to account for him on offense. Um, offensively for Oregon, another person that had a a, a really big game yesterday, and mm-hmm. this is another Colorado kid, is Terrence Ferguson. He's from Heritage High School, a junior junior tight end for Oregon. Um, they were able to do some things with their tight ends over there. Yeah. Really their passing game was working, but I think I think it was a lot of the pace. Mm. Like early on, that pace was just ridiculous, bro. They they get the ball, they're on the ball again. They're on the ball again. First down, yeah. boom, on the ball again. And let's not factor in CU mistakes. Really, really buried them early. Um, there was an opportunity to get off the field and, and hold them to a field goal, when it was still seven nothing. And penalties extended the drive. There was an opportunity they had it when it's thirteen nothing. They had them down at their seventeen yard line and mm-hmm. going to force them into a punt, and they give up a thirty yard run on a on a fake punt, which. You know, come on, you're not expecting it there at the 17, but we still got to be prepared for it. That extended that drive made it 21-0. Before you know it, it the game was done. The game was out of hand, it, it, it never, and you're not going to be able to catch up. You know, you, one thing I've noticed with CU, and this is, this is going four weeks now that I've seen this, is penalties. Yeah. Little mistakes. They were good the first week, for the most part. The discipline was good, but since since the Nebraska game, the penalties have been more and more and more, and the lack of discipline's really been catching up to them. And you can't you can do that against the CSUs, the Nebraskas of the world, and get away with it. It's, it's hard to get away with it, but you can do it. You can't do that against top 10 team in the country and Mm -hmm. expect to get away with it you can't allow them to extend drives when drives should be ending especially if you don't have the depth up front to be able to work through their work through the grind you know what i'm saying so you know shout out to them you know shout out to oregon they played a perfect game did what they're supposed to do that's that's how they're supposed to play that game
0: yeah man it was a great i mean it was it was a great thing to see right it wasn't a great game i don't want to sit here and say it was a great game, but we've seen a lot from CU that they have to build on and improve from, and, you know, we've seen a lot from Oregon that people got to open their eyes and say, oh, shit, that's, that's one of those teams we got to beat. Yeah. That's it's the th- team that's going to be there at the end, you know what I mean? So that's a good gonna,
1: football team, bud.
0: Yeah, so we're going to have to see them. Speaking of good football teams, man, there was some good college games yesterday, um, but one of the most exciting, most anticipated game of this weekend was number six, Ohio State, going up against... Notre Dame number nine Notre Dame um that game was great bro it was a defensive slobber knocker um you know I expected it to be a little bit more scoring than there was with both of those offenses
1: but, <laughs> those, offenses de- sucked.
0: but those defenses <laughs> those defenses were great man and and you know they played they played a game down to the very last seconds.
1: so that that pass that got him down to the one got Ohio State down to the one um I was like, no, you can't, you can't let him get there. I think it was third down, yeah. and they get down to the one. And then once they got down to the one, dude, I was like, there's so many things that you can do from right there. Yeah. Even, even if it is just three seconds and no, time le- no timeouts left, there's still, you, you know, and, and they did. They ran read option and, and got right in there. You know, it's, it's hard. Um, it's part of the reason why last week when, when we were talking about CU-CSU, and I don't mean to go back, part of the reason why I thought CSU should have went for that two-point conversion in overtime once they got the tying touchdown is because there's so much stuff you can do from the two-yard line. Your playbook is so wide open that, um, you know, it's hard for teams. And especially if they're not able to stop you up front, it's hard for teams to make the right decision and, you know, that's that's hindsight's twenty twenty, but this Ohio State game, they got down there to the one. Kyle McCord hit a nice little pass down there, to get him down to the one, and then they finished the deal. And it's got to suck for for Notre Dame, man. I like I like their colors. That yesterday was greened out oh, yeah. with the gold. That and shit looked dope. It,
0: it did look dope, and I'm gonna tell you what, bro. I don't know if 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 the Fighting Irish gave everybody the blueprint to what to do with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, but their defensive game plan. And their schemes and their, their disguised blitzes and disguised coverages that they were throwing at Ohio State were remarkable. They held Marvin Harrison Jr. to three receptions for 32 yards.
1: Wow. And, you know, that's potentially top ten wide receiver pick coming out, a top ten pick coming out next year. And, I mean, oh, arguably yeah. the best wide receiver in, in the nation right now. Um, you know, I don't I, – there's so much you can do to a receiver to kind of take them out of the game, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's a lot of things you can do with, with blitzes and and kind of blitzing a certain, certain side of the field to keep the quarterback from looking that way, you know? So it's hard to put the blame on him solely, but I think more so than putting blame on anybody, you got to give credit to Notre Dame and what they did with their defense, the way they schemed it up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they did a fantastic job, not letting, and, and I know that, I know that, um, I know that Ohio state, um, ended up getting having a running back go for over 100 yards rushing. But they also did a good job keeping them, keeping them bottled up a little bit, not allowing them to break free. You know, you think Ohio, Ohio State, you think that they want to get out there and, and dominate the trenches and move the ball a little bit. And I think Notre Dame did a really good job about not, letting, not allowing that to happen.
0: Yeah, you know, Ohio State had a very impressive uh, running game, you know, in a tight game like that. You're going to need those 100-yard wrestlers to pull it out, and then you're going to need those role players to come in and end the game. And that's exactly what happened in this, right? They had Henderson who went for over 100, yeah. and then they had Tranium, if I pronounced it wrong, Tranium, is the one who scored the, the game-winning touchdown. So, yeah. you know – uh you you need those guys and you need that kind of depth in order to 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 really make a push in these tough college football games in a tough environment.
1: Well, and it's that known commitment to the run, right? That they, you know, they're balanced on there for the most part on offense. To, you know, McCord was twenty one to thirty seven for two forty, and then the rushing game was twenty seven for one hundred and twenty six yards, right? Two touchdowns. It's that commitment to the running game though that makes running a possibility when you get it down to the one yard line with three seconds to go and you know they know shit we got to defend the pass and the run because they've been running the ball you know effectively we got to we got to stay true to it so uh, I think you'd like to see a little bit more out of Notre Dame's passing game Sam Hartman you know with what with, with they're doing again you can attribute that to, to Ohio State defense I mean they play ball too they scheme well too and, and you know they're trying their thing Notre Dame was definitely committed to the rush 39 carries 176 and a tutty um, you know it, it's, it, it was great to see that game, that atmosphere. Um, we, were, we were talking about it a little bit last week previewing it. Shout out to my cousin Josh. He was like, man, I'm glad you guys are talking about Notre Dame, Ohio State. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we talk about everything, bro. Yeah, bro. And, <laughs> and, and, you
0: know, aside from that, there was other college games that were awesome. You know, you had – you know, we got USC coming up.
1: Yep, USC. They to
0: town. They just – beat Arizona State who you were talking about, right? Yeah. Not so so much of a of a good appointment, but they put up twenty eight on them. So hopefully that's something for us to build off of and say, you know, if that's a team we're we're counting on beating, putting up twenty eights on S C then maybe we can do the same thing and and we'll see, bro. Like every game is a different game every opponent is going to play the other opponent differently so
1: well how about Florida State and Clemson going to overtime oh yesterday God,
0: that was the game of the weekend you think so So far oh yeah for sure bro I mean I think Notre Dame and Ohio State was ridiculous but the way Florida State ended that you know me I'm a that's scoop and score baby yeah
1: yeah that's
0: my that's my forte right there like that was beautiful Florida State's
1: ball isn't it fun i think that's like the funnest way to end the overtime game in college it's a defense a defensive touchdown
0: or a special teams touchdown really too like but are you kind of college actually but well you you
1: need block a field going to return it but that that defense a touchdown dog because it's like fucking keep the offense on the side we got this you know what i mean yeah um alabama took out old miss dude some of this looks off with Bama this year bro they just they don't look they're
0: not the same Bama. no they're they're bammer
1: The Bammer. Yeah. You think it's a quarterback solely the quarterback position, or you think there's some other things to it?
0: No, I think there's other things to it. You know, um, even in a win, it was an impressive one. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a lot of holes, but we're also comparing them to the Bama that we're used to. Every team's going to have his ups and downs, and every team's going to go through their lumps, bro. And right now they're going through it, and it's showing – but it's also because we expect – our expectation of them is so high. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Saban has set the standard so high that when it starts to dip over there
1: it, – it's, like, it's, it's noticeable. Yeah, it's noticeable. <laughs> so
0: you got some – you know, you got to you got to get it together.
1: Shout out to Air Force with a victory over San Jose State. Yeah. You know, and then CSU holding on over Middle Tennessee, which yes. that, that score is a little closer than I would like to see, 31-23. But, yeah. you know, they – they had a big week last week, man.
0: Yeah, that's the same thing they were saying about CU too. Is that was a tough physical game, even though you know CU was expected to go in and and kind of put it on CSU. That oh, took a lot out of both of them. A
1: lot of emotion. Yeah, a lot of emotion there. Um, you know, the game finished freaking twelve thirty at night, so you're you're rolling back the clock on all all across the week now. I know, I know these guys, you know, get the best opportunity to to make up for it, but. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, we can make a lot of excuses. Yeah. Yep. Oregon was just better,
0: and then Washington just put it on Cal, bro. 59-32.
1: Dude, this Utah UCLA game, that yeah. was that was a, that was a bore fest, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, offense has got to get better. Uh, like I said, the, I, there's room. Watching the Pac twelve, dude. There's room. There's there's not a lot of teams that I feel like CU doesn't match up well with. Like, I, I obviously Oregon, USC. You know, those are going to be tough matchups. But I think we match up with Utah. Yeah, I think we can get up with Utah. I know Utah's been been had our number a little bit, um, but I think I think we can make it happen, bro. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that we can do better, but I think we can make it happen.
0: Yeah, no, I think so too. I think, I think this is gonna be, you know, I know Coach Prime said this isn't gonna humble us, but this is gonna be a, a lesson for sure that they're gonna build on as a coaching staff. They're already. Watching film, I guarantee you, on the plane ride home. And they're already figuring out, like, what do we got to do? How do we got to switch up our blocking scheme to protect Shador when they're sending pressure like that? Because the running backs weren't very good at blocking either. Let's keep it real. Dylan Edwards is not very good when it comes to blocking. He's a true freshman still, so hopefully he gets better. But the running back – core of the whole team wasn't very impressive. So, you know,
1: I think we gotta be right. able to pound the rock, dude. That's yeah. that's and one thing. It. Yeah. Well and and you know like I like I like the fact that our offense goes fast and stuff, but you gotta be able to have an ability to slow it down if you need to, especially if the game's getting out of hand a little bit. Um but this goes back to what we were talking about, being light up front and not having it in the trenches right now. And yeah. we're not going to be able to run the ball until we get it in the trenches. And uh, hopefully as the season progresses, the guys get better. Um, we're able to scheme it up a little bit better, and, and we'll be able to do a better job at that. Um, we can also brought some, This week also brought some uh, some high school ball, man.
0: Oh, yeah, some good high school ball. You know, we were out there checking out our boys at North, you know what I mean? Shout out to North because
1: we don't lose the West. Hey. We don't lose – to West and we didn't again. I hope they don't schedule it for homecoming again either. <laughs> well, you know a lot
0: of there was a lot of talk behind this game because West was coming in 3 and 0 and there yep. was a hype behind them being 3 and 0 for yep. the first time in for you know for a minute, for a long time. And and you know they got some athletes over there so they were confident in what they've been doing and you know but it it in high school football and college football and any you know, any aspect of football really, like who you play has a lot to do with things, you yeah. know, and and you can be a three and oh team who's played nothing but O and three teams. You know right. what I mean? Like right. so it, it it's kind of tough to go off a record alone a lot of the times because it is. If you watched the game yesterday, even though it was a sloppy game on both ends, there was two different caliber of football teams out there.
1: It helps to have a quarterback too. And you know, no yeah. knock on West quarterback. Um, Some of the stuff he was just throwing up, hoping his guys could run underneath it. Um, There was missed opportunities, several missed opportunities for interceptions. Mm -hmm. Um, Pick sixes. Yeah, man. And, you know, shout out to Eli. Yeah. I I told him after Uh, the game, I was like, dog, what happened? (laughs) Bro,
0: go from being your first high school interception ever to dropping one pick six, right, fumbling it up. And then also just getting one called back. Oh, that was oh. yeah.
1: That, that one that one probably hurt more than the the. I don't know.
0: The drop probably hurt more.
1: more well, it, he got the pick and he fumbled it, which I, I was curious whether or not they were going to consider it a fumble or if they're yeah. just going to say it's incomplete. But um, he had he had that one has to hurt because he had open open field in front of him. Bro, on that I, one.
0: I called it too. I was standing at the end by DJ. Right, we're in the end zone that they're they're obviously he would have been scoring in, and I said this play is going to be a pick six. Watch. Uh, and I thought it was gonna be Young Blake because Young Blake was out there. Young Blake corner, was out bro.
1: there getting it.
0: He was doing his thing. I can't wait to see what kind of athlete he turns into. Just because of what kind of athlete that Scott progressed into, it's pretty exciting to watch his younger brother come up. I
1: love me. giving Scott shit, bro, me too. because I'd be I, like, "Hey, man, where's a?" Uh, I, 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 like, I told Blake yesterday, I was, "Hey, where's little Blake at?" Yeah, talking about Scotty because you know I've, I've been calling Scotty Little Blake and and for a few months now just fucking with Scotty. But it it's cool, man. It's it's good to see young guys get out there and put that work in and then have that work come to fruition. Um I thought you know, I thought defensively they did really well. Um sucked letting them score. Yeah. You know, but whatever. But uh, they they played a great game, man. Them boys got it. We don't we don't lose to West. We keep that trophy at home. And, uh, and 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 keep it there. Others, there were some other good games though, man. Ralston Valley had a last minute touchdown and two point conversion to beat Valor this week. Um, and then Creek did their thing over over Regis. Like, uh, I, I, dude, I have a hard time finding who's gonna beat Creek, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's looking that way, bro. But they got, I mean, it, you seen it in the college football games, right? You, they got players playing at the college level at a high level. So. Yeah. They're they're built to win, bro. And until teams really start to build themselves like that, with the whole roster of talent, let's not just act like just their starters are talented. No, nah, got dude. depth, bro. And yeah, that's what helps them out. So, I mean, it'll be tough. You know, Grandview got them during the regular season last year. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, in the playoffs maybe someone could knock it off and I don't say hopefully cuz I'm rooting for it, but just for the sake of competition in Colorado football cuz we don't want them to turn into the Patriots of Colorado cuz they kind of are.
1: I wish I'd like to see them like play uh I wish they get higher in the rankings uh, nationwide, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just yeah. you know, requires playing some of them teams and just getting that notoriety, but you know, they're going for, what, five straight now?
0: Yeah, but if they went up against, like, the IMGs of the world. Oh, they get murdered. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I ain't saying that. But, you know, they went up against Chandler a couple years ago, gave him a good a good matchup. You know, yeah. I just want to see some more of that. They went out to Ohio last year and I think uh, just lost by a couple points. but
0: And that line was beefy that they went up against in Ohio. So, yeah, no, you're right, bro. I would like to see them do a little bit more um, national competition.
1: I think it's just but for I'll, the sake of Colorado football. I Want to see it,
0: but I also want to see Colorado football get a little better. You know what I mean? Like, not saying it's bad because Regis is a great team, bro. Anthony Medina has been balling there. Um, you know, we have great teams all across the state. But I, would, when I say I would like to see it get better, I would like to see it get better in the in the in the realms of competition, not
1: top one, to bottom better.
0: Yeah, and not one team just running away with it all yeah. the time. But it which, is what it is.
1: Which is like Valor. I mean, Valor's one in four now, and I think they've got. Two or three last minute losses and you know tough losses and and one their one victory was a was a was a single point victory so it's you know we're getting there in some aspects uh, Montrose taking on Lutheran took mm-hmm. out Montrose is a good team bro Lutheran had to go out there to Montrose that's a good four hour fucking. Four or four and a half hour drive out there, dude. It's not easy. Uh, but Montrose looks good. And then Broomfield uh, would have come back against Brighton. They were down against it. And, you know, coaching change over there, say what you say about the situation. They're all they're doing is continuing on with, with the, with they what they did last year, defending state champs they're three and two now. Um, the losses against Erie and Holy Family the, the one against Holy Family was a last minute touchdown. Holy Family's really good. they mm-hmm. just uh, they just gave it up against Roosevelt. I'm telling you Roosevelt's legit. No one wants to listen to me though. But yeah,
0: no, for sure. They're definitely a good team. They got great talent up there. They got a great feeder program that goes into to Broomfield, so you know they have a lot of good things happening over there. And then you know Saturday brought some more exciting football as well, like we mentioned Denver West and North earlier. But there also was some other good games finishing on Saturday, and some not so good games as well. <laughs> so you know you had Manuel beat Grand Valley forty six to twenty two. Um, then you had Sierra Canyon. Murder Mountain Valley forty seven to zero. So you know you had a little bit of everything on Friday and Saturday.
1: Yeah, man. You know it's um, it's, it's already almost halfway into the football to the high school football season, dude. And these teams just start getting into uh, to league play here soon. It'll be interesting to see what that brings out because that's you know I was I was just thinking for North. You know what I mean? Um, they've got a really good opportunity. You know they got Skyview next next week, which Skyview's four zero. Yeah. you know but they've also played some they played some good teams but also some some questionable teams but it should be a very competitive game in and north scheduling for homecoming so you know Skyview's going to be coming with that with that beef you know i think that's the most disrespectful thing is to be scheduled for homecoming there's always got to be a it, You've always got to schedule at least one team for your homecoming. So, it's you know, it is what it is. But, you know, teams really take exception to that. I thought North took exception to that yesterday with, with West uh, scheduling for their homecoming. So it'll be interesting next week to see what homecoming looks like with, with them, um, if they're able to continue this momentum into the final week of non-league play. Because once they hit league, man, there's a, there's a great opportunity. If they can go into league 4-1. and one, There's a great opportunity for them uh, to make a playoff run. And, yeah. And
0: let's keep it real. Uh, you know, it's homecoming week for everybody at North, but you guys got to clean it up because, yes, you won a game, a pretty impressive win against uh, a team that was 3-0. and But, again, who they were 3-0 and against is, is the reason to keep it real. Like, that was not a – if you guys played your best game yesterday, you would have mopped the floor with West. Yeah. And you pretty much did in a bad performance. So what I'm saying is you got to tighten shit up because you have Skyview coming in, and they are also – a very good football team. And I think they're also sitting undefeated right now. Yeah, so, 4-0. you know, they have played, you know, uh, up and down schedules as far and as talent wise, but they're not going to come in there, you know, and just lay over. So you better be ready to, to show what you're with. Cause they're going to bring it.
1: You know, what I thought was cool yesterday, man is, uh, showed up to the game, and you know we connect. Obviously, we you know, and then go up there. See Tiff, yeah. see Q. It's good seeing them fellas. Seeing Aronde, fucking Aronde is huge. Man, <laughs> I told him, damn, you bigger than Coach Frank, and he says, I've always been bigger than Coach Frank. <laughs> 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 oh, He's dude. never lying. Frank, Frank got a little laugh out that dude. He thought it was funny too. But you know, it's um, it's good seeing them dudes, man. And it was, it felt like old times down there. Couldn't help but think, like, damn, dude, we. These are our guys, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I things mean, happen, but
0: we were talking about the senior class looking at the banners, and we coached all of them but
1: two kids, yeah,
0: in, on that senior class in football because you coached one of the other kids in track, but right, right, you know, it's it's just crazy to see, bro. It's
1: amazing how fast time goes, too, bro. Like, I uh, just feel like we were uh, working futures practices with a uh, little Scotty and them, and we're you know, just learning what Scotty could be. At that particular moment in time. And uh, it's, just, it's just crazy how quick uh, the time goes by, bro. It, it, it moves, man. And it doesn't slow down for nobody. And it makes you appreciate things a little bit more when you can kind of take a step back and be like, oh, shit. man, like, here we go four years later already. And, you know, there's going to be another class and another class and another class. But, uh, yeah, man, it was good to be out there and, and, and see them fellas do their thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it's been exciting. And, and like you said, it's halfway through. Almost damn near right. And it's it's gonna get down to the trenches, down to league and let's see who makes their 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 push for the playoffs.
1: Hey man, making that push and going all out, I wanna give a shout out to Icon Sales and Boxing as they bring you guys All Out 2023, another fabulous boxing event with over 25 fights ranging from all ages. should be an amazing day and night of boxing. There's going to be concession stands. You're going to have a little bit of liquor stands over there, special guests, a whole lot more. Make sure you come out and support these fighters in Icon Boxing for all that they do for the community and for the people. That's All Out 2023, Sunday, October 8th at Icon Sales in Westminster. Tickets are on sale now at Icon. Uh, we'll try to get our hands on some and get you guys hooked up, too. But make sure you follow along. Don't miss this amazing event. Again, that's Sunday, October 8th, All Out 2023 at Icon Sales in Westminster. Now, if you can't make the event, mm-hmm. we got some good news for you over here. What's that? You guys can live stream it on YouTube. Mm. Go to the DNA Sports Training YouTube channel. Subscribe. Make sure you hit subscribe and sign up for the notifications. That way, Sunday, when we go live, you get that little message on your phone saying DNA Sports Training is going live. Click in, get in there, and watch some boxing, man. It's going to be some great fights. Dom, you and I, before we got going today, yes, we got the opportunity to interview uh, a couple of fighter da- fighters, David from OG Hastings and uh, Corey from uh, Dow of Boxing. Yeah. And both these young men sound hungry, eager, and do it for different reasons, but they do it because they love the, the sport, and it was great to, uh, to talk to them. And we're going to play you a little piece of that interview right now.
0: Yeah, man, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait
1: to see it, and let's listen in. How you fellas doing?
0: We're
2: good. good. How, are you, doing? How are you
1: guys doing? Well, we're doing good over here. Well, hey, fellas, uh, for DNA Sports, for my partner, uh, Coach Don, welcome welcome to the podcast uh we appreciate you guys for hopping on we've got uh Corey of dow boxing and david from og hastings uh let's go ahead and start david introduce yourself and uh just tell us a little quick quick little something about yourself quick little 30 seconds about yourself uh well i'm david chavira been boxing for like about a year now and much what I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, how about, Sorry, bro. Corey, how about yourself, man? Go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know a little, just a little brief about you.
2: you know, hello guys. My name is Corey. It's actually Koray, but I'm Corey here. Okay, I'm from Coray. Turkey. I'm living in the States for a year now and I'm boxing since high school. Like I was 17, 16 years old, always like took breaks and stuff. But right now, if we committed to boxing and just, yeah, Cool.
1: Go ahead and see what's going to happen. You said Koray, Koray. All right. Well welcome wow, to the, welcome to the podcast.
0: Getting,
1: you got to even do it, yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast. David, welcome to the podcast. Uh we appreciate you guys. Zombie, you want to hit the first question?
0: Yeah, man. Hey, welcome. We're happy to have you guys on and we're excited for your fight. Um, you know, we're gonna get a little bit more familiar with you guys as fighters. Um, David, my question for you to start off is are you familiar with your opponent?
3: No, I'm not. Um, but I'm ready to fight, I've been training every day. And best of luck to him on the fight, and we'll just see who the better man
1: is that day. That day. Nice. And uh, Cora, same question to you, brother. Are you are you familiar with David at all?
2: No, I didn't know him. So let it me
1: ask, like, let me ask you guys a question. You guys been boxing. You guys box a little bit. You guys have a lot of fights, right? How how common is it that you end up going against somebody you're not familiar with? David, uh, David going to go first, and then uh, Corey will go go after.
3: I'm going. Usually, all the opponents I go against, I don't know who they are. Yeah, okay. I'm not yeah. from here, so everyone I go against is a new face. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing goes for me,
2: too, because I always fought amateurs. In Turkey, we only have, like, Olympic type of amateur fights, and it's just you see your opponent at the fight time, and that's it. You're fighting, you don't see him again.
1: <laughs> so... uh with that being said, with not having too much uh, too much familiarity with with your opponents, um, does your training just stay pretty basic on what you do, or do you just lean on what you do best? If you're like you know, if you're quick with the hand speed, is that what you lean on? Um, what do you lean on if you if you're not sure what your opponent's going to bring to the table? Oh uh, right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go uh, David. Go ahead and go first, and then uh, and Cor, you can go next. Me,
3: I just try to focus on my conditioning, try to get my conditioning up since it's going to be in Colorado. I know the the velocity over there is different. The altitude is different. So just try to make sure that my stamina is going to be there the day of the fight. That's important. work on a lot of other things, too.
1: And, and, And Corey, same question to you, bud.
2: Dude, and, like, uh, as Dow Boxing, we always try to go, like, the purest boxing we can go. So it doesn't matter which opponent we're facing against. It's, like, all counters, all type of fighters we're trying to get ready against. Because, you know, it's not just a fighter. It's, like, a whole marathon that we supposed to be
1: ready. So it's just cool. And so, um, Dom-
0: Yeah, uh, does anybody else in your family – you said you've been uh- – Boxing since high school, Corey. Does anybody else in your family box currently, or at all? No. I'm the
2: first and only athlete in my family ever, man. Okay, David, what They're about all you? Like
3: farmers and stuff like
0: that. Oh, okay, David. Yeah. Question for you.
3: For me, Well, No one in my family boxes. I barely found out one a family member of mine box. It's Fernie Boruel. He's, He's from Denver as well. Yeah. Um, but other than that, my family, all we do is fight in the street. We fight in the streets and yeah. getting, and now it's just me and my brother that are fighting right now for amateurs
1: nice nice so um and this is this, this question is for both of you gentlemen uh david you can go first and then, and then Craig, you afterwards um what what do you enjoy most about the sport of boxing like why do you box i enjoy that
3: the only one man come out victorious and the better man comes out we see the better man and i I like that at the end of the fight, there's nothing but respect.
1: Mm.
2: Core. 100%, man. And also, like, you know, I like the idea of it's the only sport that you can bet on yourself, like, you know, mentally, physically, everything, and it's just all up to you. Like, I just like the idea of boxing. Like, I think it, it really shows the real
1: life. You, there you, know, right? you know, there's something about going through some tough times in training, right? Having to work your, your tails off and put in that extra work. And sometimes it seems – I mean, you, you you think about it. We coach football and uh, I coach track a little bit. And, you know, with a lot of that, we put a lot of time in during the week for 60 minutes of pleasure, right? 60 minutes of joy. The game is, is our joy. And with, with boxing, you guys go in there. Uh, if it's three, three two-minute rounds, that's six minutes. You guys are putting in one set of work. You know, for for just minutes of, of of action, and so there's a lot that goes into that, and a lot of uh, of mental stuff that you have to get by in terms of mental blocks and and being able to uh, to overcome that stuff. Uh, what do you What do you guys enjoy most about the gyms that you train at? Um, we'll, go, we'll start with with with, with David, and, and then move on to core. That just that they they push me to do my best and
3: make sure that I that I. That I'm putting in that work and prepare me for my fight so that I'm ready. Hey, Cor? Dude, like I just like the fact that every individual in this gym
2: just goes crazy about boxing as much as I go. Like everyone just tries to improve, like think something, some technique details, something about boxing. And we just fill up like people loves and thinks boxing, man. That's that's what I love to be in that gym.
0: Is, are there any Corey, I'll start with you on this one Are there any boxers that You see similarities within yourself Or, or that you would You know, do you kind of look up to Or is your favorite boxer per se
2: Dude, I would definitely say Andre Ward and uh, Yeah, Andre Ward Yeah Would be the answer to that question
0: Okay What about you,
2: David? Like, you know, achievement, achievements Because he's always successful He's always so solid Like always shows what he says that he can do, and uh-huh. I think that's pretty solid, like, you know, for an individual as a boxer.
0: Yeah, stay confident and then show it in the ring, right?
2: Being able to show it, being yeah. able to show walk the talk that he does all the time, so I like it. Yeah. And our weight classes are same, almost at the same, and body types are a little similar, but, you know, it's always never mirroring some other guy. Yeah. They just take what will work for me, but still, I just admire the guys,
3: for sure yes yeah.
0: yeah what about you david
3: i would say lomachenko and um uh, mayweather because mayweather i like i like his movement his head movement how he escapes from punches mm-hmm. and lomachenko i like how he's he he's he moves and like he throws counters like i don't know how to explain it it's like um i just like the way he finds his openings for every punch he throws. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and a lot of those guys that you guys just mentioned, and and us, we're doing this today, right? Everybody that does anything in life has a why and a reason of why those they do those things. I'll start with you, David. What is your why? Why do you box?
3: To be honest, I like the sport. I love the sport, and for the money, because I'd be watching fights. I'd be watching fights. And I'm like, all right, this guy's just running the whole fight. He's not throwing punches. Why can't I do that? I already fight in the streets. Why not put it to use and put it in the ring and try to make some money off of it? Yeah. Cool. So it's for the money and for my family. That's what I go.
0: Corey?
2: Dude, like, you know, the why goes too deep. A lot of whys, but I can only say at the end, it's just to prove it to myself. Like, you know, prove it to myself that the person I am, that the person that I say I am, so... I'm just going to show it to myself that I am the person I talk. So that's why I love boxing. You know, it gives me an opportunity to make myself, to see myself like a super clear.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, I'm going to go a little wild card here. Okay. Um, And this wasn't on the list, but we just had uh, about two months ago, uh, Earl Spence and Bud Crawford. Uh, meet up in the ring I, I see I see David smiling over there because Nebraska represent and I know um, and, and it was a great fight man um, I, I think I think it went maybe not as expected as it you know I think a lot of people pick Bud but at the same time I don't think people expected Bud to be as dominant as he was what did you guys yeah, think I of that think fight
3: that fight to be like that at all
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, I was rooting for Bud. I think, I think Dom was rooting for Bud. We talked about it, you know, numerous times, all the way back to October of last year when they were supposed to fight, uh, get the fight set up. So, what did you guys think about that fight, and what do you think that <coughs> fight meant for boxing? And right, we'll go, uh, we'll go, David first, and then Core. What, what was that end part again? I didn't hear it. So, what did you think of the fight, and and what do you think that fight meant for boxing? What did I think about the fight? Um. Uh, I was surprised about
3: how how Earl got how he got dominated pretty much because I I was going for Earl because to me he was like the underdog. Yeah. I know he was bigger than him, but to me he was an underdog. But but it came out and he put in that work and yeah I don't know I don't, I don't really think too much of it but it was a really really good fight. Okay, and Corey. Dude, like, it's funny, actually, we
2: were just talking about it, like, I think uh, we knew, we knew the bot was going to get the W, but we just didn't know it was going to be that dominated, but I think the importance of the fight was, you know, with the uh, Durante Davis and Ryan Garcia fight, and with that one, I think they just showed that, like, don't care about your records and stupid things like that too much, just if you're, if we have two good guys that has proved enough, then let him go fight, and... You know the outcome doesn't matter at this situation because we really just saw a nice boxing fight, and the bot was a better guy, and that's it. You know, and that was a nice big fight. I think, like you know, every big champions at every weight class, which boxing right now has four champions at every class almost. So they should really be like looking up to those guys and do what they did.
1: Yeah, I think I think what you guys do uh, in terms of how you guys approach your fights with not knowing your your opponent. And just not knowing what that opponent brings, you're just looking to get out there and fight. And I think that's what some of these pros should get back to doing. Right? Is you yeah. know, regardless of who they're who's who's scheduled to get up against them, look for the best fight for them and go get that fight, man. Go get go make fireworks happen in the ring. I think right. that's what the great thing about the the tank fight and and, and this and this Crawford uh, Spence fight was is there was fireworks, you know. And I think boxing has a lot of that into it. And I think I'm I'm an old school cat. I mean, I've been watching boxing since I was a kid. My dad used to take me to his friend's house, and I used to be able to watch pay per views, like <coughs> sneak into the living room while the, all the adults are in there trying to see the fights, you know what I mean? And, um, I, you know, right now, some would argue UFC and, and MMA is kind of taking some of the shine away from boxing, but I yeah. think when you put That's fights well. together, big fights and you put them together and you make them happen bro like that brings that that brings that, that allure back to boxing I think boxing is, is the sweet science right I, I love boxing and I'm sure you guys you know obviously feel the same way because you, you sacrifice your, your bodies and your, and your hearts and your time and time with family to, to train and to get better as boxers so I think it was big for boxing man and I would love to see more fights like that and more fights of that magnitude going forward just because it, it can do boxing well
0: Well, you know, you're throwing curveballs out here. We got another great fight. You know, not to mention this fight that's right in front of us. But, you know, we got Canelo Alvarez and Charlo getting ready to go down. I want to know, what are your guys' predictions for that fight? Because me personally, I'm going against the grain a little bit. You know, I know a lot of people think Canelo's going to go in there and and do what Canelo does. But I think Charlo's going to be a mismatch for him that he's not – prepared for it. So I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. He may not win, but I do think he will surprise a lot of people in how well he fights against Canelo. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: we'll go ahead and start. Yeah. David, what do you think about that? What's your prediction on that one?
3: I think it's going to go the distance, and but I got to go with Canelo for being victorious in that fight.
1: <laughs> Cory.
3: Dude, like, I'm sorry, but I was always a
2: huge Canelo fan. Even when I was in Turkey, I was like, wow, man, just Canelo He's just like... And we also have the same birthday. Like, it doesn't even matter, but, you know. Yeah. And, but I think, like, Canelo lost his invincible image after the award So it's kind of like anything can happen to Canelo right now. So that's why I think it brings up the uh, excitement back again. But hopefully, it just kind of Canelo knocks him out in the late three. me. That's my, like, you know, prediction and horror. Not prediction.
1: That's what I want to be. I think Charlo's a young, a young up and coming fighter, right? Hard to say up and coming. He's been around for a bit, but I like I think Charlo has a lot to prove, you know. And I think, I think sometimes these people take these fights against these these bigger named fighters, like the Canelo Alvarez is, right? And that's a perfect opportunity to make a name for yourself. To be like, oh hey, I'm on the map now. Like I knocked, I knocked out Canelo. Out. Yeah, you know, being able to say Canelo out it would change everything. So. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I'm excited to see it. I think I think uh, I'll stick with Charlo.
0: Yeah. Hey. uh so let's, you know, enough off of them. Let's, we're here for you guys. We're here to talk about you guys. I also want to kind of spice it up a little bit in the in the, in the fun of the sport, right? Be respectful and things of that nature. Last time, Corey, we seen David. David had a pretty impressive win here in Denver. And, um, You know, he, he left with the fight of the night, and he, he pretty much controlled the pace of the fight the entire time. What are you doing to... What do you want to do to counteract that, and how do you become victorious in this fight?
3: I mean,
2: like, you know, because in our heads as a team, we want to go to the top of the boxing, right? So it's just another process that we need to go through. And, you know, I'm just, like, trying to make my – and make our team, trying to make my uh, game plan, technique, boxing feeling just perfect as much as we can make it. So that, like, you know – it will just be another test, even though it's hard or not, it doesn't matter. Because, like, with all due respect, if I cannot go past Martin Gomez, then I cannot go any further. Yeah, you know.
1: Um, David, same, uh, same to you, man. Hey, last time you were here, um, last time you were at, at an icon fight, even uh, you won match of the night, put on a sensational no. match. So, what are your thoughts on 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 how you're gonna approach this match, and and what do you see the results being? Me, I get
3: hit. I gotta hit you back two, three times. Mm-hmm. Get hit, get one, but get, get, get it back, and keep going forward and try not to go back the whole fight. Okay. I'm not backing up, and keep coming at you.
0: You know, you know. I have a feeling that this fight might be another fight of the night. Fight
1: bro. of the night, baby. Let's you make know, it happen. You, you Let's have Dave,
0: David, right? On one hand, that has this. You know, they both have this different chip about them, right? They both come from different upbringings. They both have their own struggles. And you can see it in in both of them right now, right? They're they're The character of who they are and how they hold themselves. And Davis say, you're going to punch me? I'm going to punch you back. And while he's doing that, you know, Corey's smiling and he's he's (laughs) nodding his head because he's like, yeah, that's what I like to see. I have a feeling this is going to be a brawl, bro, and I'm excited. I can't wait to see this fight. You know, shout out to both of you guys for being – being who you are as as individuals regardless of the outcome of this fight you know these are very respectful you guys are holding your own you know what i mean and you're training for a reason and you're fighting for a reason and you're holding that down so continue to do what you guys do and i can't wait to see you guys get in that ring Thanks, man. Yeah, man.
1: sunday october 8th All out 2023 at Icon Boxing, Icon Sales, and here in Westminster. Make sure if you guys haven't already, get your tickets, get your popcorn, because just from the sounds of things, this fight's going to be explosive. Yeah. So, David, Corey, man, we appreciate you guys taking time out your Sunday morning, out your busy schedule to come hop on with us, man. Um, We look forward to, uh, to calling the fight and actually being there ringside. And uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be live streaming On YouTube um, so if you guys Haven't already make sure you you, you hit our Social subscribe um, and share them With your friends your family share them back With your folks in Turkey this is going to yeah. be Live streamed all over YouTube brother so um, You guys will be able to showcase your talents In front of as many people who will tune In and um, and watch so we Appreciate you guys like I said for for Hopping on this call and getting down With us we'd love to get in touch with you guys Again and just have you on the podcast as a Guest or, or whatever you guys got going on. we definitely want to support your grind and we appreciate you guys very much before we hop off and we'll we'll go David first and then we'll go to Corey is there anything you guys want any message you guys want to put out there before we hop off of here David yeah I want to uh, I want to give thank I want to uh, thank God
3: and hopefully help me come out victorious this fight and I want to give a shout out to my sponsors Tattoos by Dopey and Scott Spady Automotive and I want to give a big thanks to my mom for putting on the gloves with me sometimes and trying to teach me some, some things she wants me to work on and to do. And yeah, hopefully it's a good fight. Shout out to moms. Hell yeah. Yep. Shout out to moms. And my coaches, and my coaches. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Forget them. Uh. Especially my yeah. coaches. <laughs> hey Corey,
2: what about you, brother? <laughs> Dude, like, I don't even know. You know, it's my first time being in something like that, man. I'm just even too happy to be in something like that. Like, thanks a lot, guys. and just. Can't wait to be in the fight, like as soon as possible.
1: Awesome. Well, gentlemen, best of luck to both of you guys. Uh, we look forward, like I said, calling your fight, and we'll see what happens October eighth. Thanks, much. Thank, Thank you guys.
3: guys. Shout see out some
2: out my coaches. Shout out to my coaches in Dow Boxing, man. Shout there out you to go. <laughs>
3: <coaches in BS. laughs> All right, fellas. Made Peace man. out. All right, you guys. You guys have a good one. You too. Good see job, ya.
0: fellas. And that was an exciting interview, bro. I cannot wait till the fight night and it all goes down all out 2023 it's gonna go down baby david and Corey got me hyped the interview was amazing go, bro like i let's think go. i think again i think they're two different people fighting for two different reasons but come all out 2023 they're gonna be all out
1: you can hear the passion man you can like, hear you know, david's a man of few words you know yeah uh uh cory a little bit more more spoken yeah, but they both got passion, and you yeah. can hear the passion. They love boxing. They love what they do. It. I think I find it interesting with David, you know, talking about you know he fought in the streets, and now he figured he could try to get some money out of it and try to make something else happen, something more positive happen by fighting in the ring. And I think that's you know that's what I love about athletics, man. Is like you can take a kid that, um, you know, we, we see it all the time when we used to coach high school ball. You know, kids that are just finding trouble, and mm-hmm. then you put them on the football field, or you put them, you know, doing something organized and they find themselves and opposed to finding trouble. They find themselves and they become better people
0: for sure, man. And that speaks to me. You know, that speaks to me because I've been through it. You know, I didn't, I didn't just go through it. I grew through it. You know what I mean? Like, so, and, and shout out to David. He's doing the same thing and it's going to be an exciting fight. And you can tell in both of their eyes, right? You seen the hunger. I seen the pain.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I look in fighters eyes. I look in athletes eyes and, don't only look to see if you have that drive that motivation right the hunger because sometimes hunger is fueled by pain yep. and right. you know that's exactly what i seen in the two of those fighters is they have a story that is a little bit deeper than what you can see to the naked eye but you know they're they're here they're gonna make their mark and then they're gonna tell them stories so i can't wait to follow both of them
1: tell y'all careers. sunday august 8th or so, August Sunday October <laughs> I'm like, damn going back in time damn dude Sunday October eighth all out twenty twenty three presented by Icon Boxing Icon Sales you can uh, go go check it out live or you can uh, YouTube channel that shit and watch it live uh, we'll be we'll be broadcasting it Dom and I with the play by play and the color commentary uh, we had a blast last time we got to do this met some some great people met some, you know. Cashflow Diaz and yeah. you know, everybody that we got we got to meet out there, man. Uh it was a blast, but looking forward to doing it again. Dom, I want to throw a little curveball, man, because you know, we do we talk about a lot on this show. Yeah. We don't talk about the ladies so often.
0: I know, man. And and, and that's a surprise for me because I support, you know, all all <laughs> women, all athletes, you know, especially I think it's awesome when women go out there and do what they're told they can't. Yo. You know, I love when somebody, regardless of gender or anything like that, you know, when you're told you can't do something and you prove everybody wrong. That's what is amazing to me. And so I like this curveball, bro.
1: And it's subjective. You know, it it, is. It, 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 it's all subjective. But um, I was just reading this article in CBS Sports about the greatest female athletes of all time. And it got me to wonder. And Dom, who do you think are the greatest lady athletes of all time?
0: I don't want to steal the thunder a little bit, right? Because I know there are a lot of obvious people that are going to be said. Yeah. Um, I know you're going to probably go to where I'm thinking right away. Um, But, you know, I go to USA soccer. Okay. Because USA women's soccer has been so dominant for so long, so many years, and they've had so many great athletes. But the one who always stands out to me is Mia Hamm. Yep. Mia Hamm is a great, great soccer player. She's a great striker and is responsible for a large part of the surge of the popularity behind women's soccer. You know, um, in the 1990s, she led the U.S. to a historic win at the World Cup in 1999. And, you know, she was one of the best players in FIFA for two years in a row. So, yeah. you know, I just think that she's a great, great athlete. And what soccer has done for women in sports is phenomenal. I well, think it, it doesn't get the respect it still deserves, but she's done a lot of great things.
1: And with the U.S. Women's National Team, and I know they didn't do it this year, um, but with them, what they've done over the course of the years um, for U.S. soccer in general, They've had, in my opinion, a larger impact on on United States soccer than the men's soccer league or soccer team has by far, and it's not even close. Yeah, it's not even close. And so I would have to agree with you. Mia Hamm is definitely one that deserves to be ranked up there highly. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about Abby Wambach. You think yeah. about even like Brandy Chastain. Yeah, you know some of these athletes that 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 put it all on the line for U.S. women's soccer and put U.S. women's soccer on the map definitely deserve that. I think we both have. The same person in mind for I think our overall greatest, but one person that I think should be mentioned and probably doesn't get mentioned as high, despite all of her accomplishments, mm-hmm. is Simone Biles. You know, she's obviously the most decorated U.S. women's U.S. women's gymnast ever, with thirty-two world or Olympic medals. Uh, her seven Olympic medals tie the most by any U.S. gymnast. She's eight-time U.S. all-around champion, six-time U.S. vault champion, six-time U.S. balance beam champion. Um, you know, she's not a very large athlete Mm-mm. you know and you think sometimes you think most you know successful athletes got to be these but what she does man i've never seen anybody do what she does you know in the gym like that
0: no bro she is truly remarkable and and you know she was definitely going to be somebody that i mentioned as well um because i wasn't going to be comfortable just mentioning one person no. and you're right i think the one person that we agree with is is probably serena
1: yeah, I would right? say so. For
0: sure, I would say Serena's probably the greatest women athlete of all time. Um, and, you know, Venus is going to be in the argument to be one of them as well. You know, the the Williams sisters are just phenomenal in what they do. But there are a lot of women that we can't leave off. And one woman in particular who's a little close to home for both of us, right, is a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. And she has put not only the U.S., but Colorado, Specifically on the map, let's go. I call it, yeah, and and Lindsey Vonn. Yep. She's one of only two female skiers to win four World Cup championships, and she is one of only six women to have won World Cup races in all five disciplines of alpine skiing. Mm. She's phenomenal, bro. I know she's had her injury, you know, and everything else that's went went on with her, but you know, for for what she has done and how she has represented the U.S. in the Olympic Games all those times it was just phenomenal. She was represented in t- 2002, 2006, and 2010, and she learned, earned two Olympic gold medals um, in that. One gold, one bronze, I'm sorry.
1: You know, that's a hard one to argue with, um, you know, what she did for, for a lot of, you know, she, what she did for her period of time, man, and I know the injuries – caught up but she was excitement dude she was she was electric electricity on the on the slope man and mm-hmm. it was it was always great to see um the, you know take it back to the og og Babe Zaharis. you know one of the most versatile female athletes in the sports world has ever known um thrust into you know the 92 uh, the 32 olympics took uh both the eight hundred uh, the eighty meter and the javelin title. So she not only can she run, but she could throw the shit out of things. Yeah. And it took second in the high high jump as well. Those are three distinctly different uh sports where where it's when it's running, jumping and throwing. So, you know, and-
0: and not to mention, she's an All-American basketball player as well. So, you know, <laughs> she did her thing, bro. That's what you call an athlete yeah. right there, right? The all-around athlete. And, you know, we can't get out of here before we mention basketball because there's two that I have to mention. Let's go. Right? Lisa Leslie.
1: Yep.
0: And Fan of Tarasi. Like, <sighs> UCon- what UConn basketball meant for women's for so long, right? What, like, oh, bro, that – that program was crazy, and when she got, I mean, she continued in the WNBA, in my opinion. Like, she's a solid player. Yeah. I don't even know if, if she's actually on, on the list that we had seen so far generated all over the internet, but she should definitely be up there. In my opinion. I would
1: agree with Tarazi. Um, she was great. She was a great football, a basketball player, great college basketball player. Um, I thought she did her thing in the pros. She went overseas and played for a little bit, too. It's the unfortunate thing with, like, with women's professional basketball is, like, sometimes it's not as big over here as it is overseas, and so you see some of these ladies going overseas. Um, Lisa Leslie, you know, she, in my opinion, she was the WNBA to yeah. start, you know? Um you know, there wasn't a lot of faces, but she was definitely the face of the WNBA. Um, she's able to dunk a ball by her sophomore year in high school. She checked in at six, uh, six feet, five inches. So, I mean, she's tall, athletic, um, played her college ball at USC, and then played for the LA Sparks for a number of years. Uh, As an all-time leader in, in, in rebounds in WNBA history. And uh, she was the first. Uh, she was also first team all league selection. A record eight times. So um, yeah. you, you can't you can't skip Lisa Leslie. Um, would you consider Danica Patrick an athlete? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Listen, it, 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 listen. I, and I would say the same thing about Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt Jr. Or, or would you these-
0: say it about somebody who does motocross? because you know you have to be athletic you have to be strong to be able to control a dirt bike right and honestly you have to have be have some sort of strength so i think this is where it makes her an athlete i think my initial answer is no but the more i think about it the amount of skill that goes into what she does right you can't just drive and be good at it like you know like there takes a lot of practice and a lot of you know technique and and skill in order to get behind those cars and run in the daytona 500 so you know i would say that they're not the prototypical athlete but i would consider them an athlete
1: have you ever went on a 500 mile road trip
0: uh yes
1: how many times you stop
0: too many (laughs) <laughs> so those pit stops, you know those pit stops would be crazy.
1: Now, let me ask you another question. Uh-huh. Have you gone on a five hundred mile road trip driving almost two hundred miles per hour never, the whole time? N-
0: never, not <laughs> once, not even have I ever went on any road trip, even getting close to two hundred miles an hour
1: so not for so so not to get murked by our uh motorsport fans. I will say that they are athletes, yeah, just because it takes a lot to be in that vehicle for that long. And a lot of endurance. Maybe it's a different type of athleticism, right? But a lot of endurance and, and a lot to 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 stay in that in that vehicle and be able to do that for 500 miles at at such an accelerated speed. Um, you know, we we talked about Serena, and I, I honestly that that's my take. Serena's the the goat, yeah. um, greatest American tennis player, greatest te- uh, women's tennis player in the world, in my opinion. Uh, you know, no knock on Steffi Graf or uh, Martina Navratilova or any of them. Of them girls, them ladies, um, Chris Everett. they were all great. But I think the longevity of which Serena did it for um, the longevity of her dominance. Um, being able to, to start a family and come back and still be dominant. Yeah. Um, I, I think that goes without saying. And to me, Serena is unquestionably the greatest, one of the greatest athletes overall, period, period, of all time. But is most definitely, the in my opinion, the greatest women's athlete ever.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to my daughter's volleyball game directly after this, so I would it would be remiss of me to not mention the GOATs. When it comes to women's volleyball, yeah. beach volleyball in particular for the U.S., Misty May, Trainer and Carrie Walsh Jennings, yep. you know, they dominated beach volleyball, winning three consecutive gold medals in 2004, 2008, and 2012. So, you know, they are definitely top athletes when it comes to USA sports. And, you know, I couldn't leave today without mentioning them.
1: I've been watching – I, I had been watching – them so long that I remember when it was just Misty May and Kerry Walsh. Yeah. Before they had the hyphens at the end of their yeah, names, yep. but yep. they they had been dominant for a long, long, long time. And you know, you don't you don't think about beach volleyball much, but when I do think about beach volleyball, think about them. I think about their names. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Bro, Bro. <laughs> Jinx. Nah, man, it's been a great one, dude. Um, I know we got to get down to our mailbag. I know you got to get out to uh to to. Go, go cheer your daughter on. It's some volleyball today. Um, so I'll, I'll keep the mailbag short and sweet. Okay. What was the funnest part of this bye week this week?
0: The funnest part of this bye week this week for me was going and watching north. It, it, you know, I mean, I know it's football, right? I packed it back with more football. But for me, bro, like I don't get an opportunity to support those around me as much, you know what I mean? And Saturday was a good day because Saturday, you know, brought football and I got to go watch one of my nephews chase, you know, the scoring title and also have a good performance. And then my other nephew... You know, dropped his first music video. Nice. And, you know, both of those were very proud things for me. Um, so shout out to Wes Drew. You know, he just dropped his video streaming on YouTube. Check him out all over and streaming on all platforms. But that was, th- those are the two moments for me Saturday.
1: Man, mine was, I didn't do shit. But we yeah. I, I ran around with the family yesterday. Um, we went and stopped by AJ's shop after the game. You know, I went to the game, which you, with you, we met you at the game. But got to hang out with the fam. Went to AJ's shop afterwards, stopped by, took my sons inside the fly shop, and uh, shout out to Matt. Matt had a football and and handed Malachi the football, and it was over after that. Uh, And so while we were outside, um, Isela and and Zion were finishing eating. Me and Malachi were playing catch with the football. That's what's up. And that was was it, bro. Like, we don't get – we sacrifice a lot to be on the field with our team, and we miss a lot of moments with the family. So that was, it was, it wasn't much, bro. Like we, we, we played catch for like seven minutes, eight minutes. Um, but it was just being able to sit there, play catch with them. Then we went, ran around, did errands and came home, made some dinner and made some, some chili at their animals that were fire. And yeah, it was just I nice, heard. bro. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just nice being with the fam, bro. Being able to have that love and not have to get somewhere and not have to worry about sacrificing time with them today because it was with them.
0: Yeah man we have to take the time To appreciate those little blessings in life And we have to take the time to To do those things as well you know what I mean I know we get over consumed with sports With DNA with, with coaching the little guys With going to the high schools and everything But we always have to take that time To take a step back And enjoy the people that Support us the most
1: Speaking about the people that, enjoy, that support us the most And enjoying them Give quick shout outs as we get out of here Shout outs to Inkless Laser. Icon sales and boxing, anytime flood restoration, play harder podcast, our boy Zach G, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Janice's Catering, Lash All Beauty, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, the Canyon Fly Shop, Wolfpack Football, Baby.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Wolfpack hey, Football.
0: Shout out to DNA Sports. Yes, shout sir. out to all you listeners. Shout out, I'm gonna give a special shout out to Oversight Construction. What's up? And the 23rd letter for sponsoring these young athletes, Icons, Icon boxing and sales. Everybody who supported and sponsored the athlete, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. I'm out.
1: Yo, we appreciate you guys As always, man Tune in for more Subscribe to the YouTube channel All Out 2023 Going down October 8th Make sure you subscribe To that YouTube channel Shout out Happy birthday My boy Zion Two years old on Tuesday Man, I love you Hey, we're out of here, man Let's roll
0: Happy birthday, Zion